Uh, good evening. Um, good evening. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real with Jay and Phil. And um, tonight we have a a controversial yet special topic. And um, you're rocking with me, obviously Jay. Phil's here. Um, our resident guest, Mr. Jeremy Shanks. <laughs> What's up, baby? And we have a special guest tonight, Miss Nikki. Hello. That's Nikki. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get right into it tonight. Um, the topic at hand is relationships, and the reason why I felt that it was important to have a dynamic of not only you know three people who have known each other for a while and seen it all in terms of who we've dated and been with and all that stuff, but also the perspective of how that's kind of evolved throughout time. Also, I thought it was very important to get the perspective of of a lady. So. Oftentimes, uh, guys get together, we talk about, you know, our, our interpretations, or our perceptions of relationships, but um, it's interesting to see, you know, the dynamic of, you know, the female thought process in that too. So, Miss Nikki's going to kind of shed some light on that um, for us. So, um, normally I'm a big definition person, but since there really isn't anything to define, I'm going to kind of um, set the framework of the topic here. So, I think it's important to kind of discuss between each of us, like, the paradigm of what our ideal relationship is now, what we're looking for now, and kind of how that's evolved over time. So, um, Nikki is our guest. <laughs> so we're going. So we're going. This is how this works. <laughs> so we're going to start with her. So it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, oration or anything like that. But shed some light on, you know, what a good relationship to you looks like, just the skeleton of it, and how what you're looking for now has changed. From when you, you know, first started dating or got into the dating world? Oh, God. Um, Well, I guess the biggest thing of a relationship is just, I'm sorry. That's fine. Is um, just two people who understand that they're not perfect, but they're willing to be with each other through the imperfections um, and willing to work with each other and understand that the other person may not be able to change or want to so you got to know who you're dealing with before you start the a serious relationship um so have you always felt that way or, or have you got to this point i want to say that based sounds on, like a based <laughs> on experience has it always been that way for you or because you're um, much more meticulous than most like <laughs> no. your conclusion not your issue yeah. <laughs> well because i've already been divorced um, married and divorced once. So, yes, that has changed dramatically. There you go. <clears throat> even though I'm only 27 years old. Um, but that's, to me now, a relationship is you have to be two people who are willing to be with the other person's imperfections. And the biggest thing is you can't be with somebody you want to change. Because I feel like nine out of ten times, they're not going to end up changing. Okay. So... All right. Um, I'm going to go with Phil because uh, Shanks and I kind of had a quasi this conversation before, but um, I think it'd be interesting. Phil, so what's your what's your paradigm for a relationship, a healthy one? It doesn't have to be super specific. And how has the conclusion you reach now and what you're looking for changed from when you first entered the dating world? Um, well, when I first, I guess, entered the dating world, um, it... It wasn't, I guess it, it was like a lot different. It was just, 
I'm pretty sure everybody's perspective changes just because you learn through experience. But I always, I guess it was just from what I had seen throughout life was that I used to think that it was just one of those things where, yeah, you know, you get with somebody um, and it's, uh, you just kind of stick with it through thick and thin, like no matter what. And you kind of just deal with each other's uh, differences in a way. And that, I guess that just comes from like, to me, it's almost more of a, um, an old timey kind of perspective. It's one of those things where it's just like, that was just the thing to do. Like you got, uh, you started dating, found somebody to marry, you got married, you had your two kids and a dog and a white picket fence. And like, that was like the, that was just how you're supposed to do it. It's like the American way of life type thing. Um, now it, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm picky. It's just one of those things to where I will be completely upfront with who I am and what I want. And I expect the other person to be that way as well. And as long as you're real with yourself and the other person's real with themselves and you're real with each other, about what you expect from a relationship, everything should be fine. But it doesn't work out that way. Because so <laughs> most people can't, like, I guess to not to be corny with the phrase, but most people just can't keep it real. They're always like... Not like Jay and Phil. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it real with Jay and Phil. But yeah, it's like they're always like, they just can't say their truth and just be like, this is what I want. I want kids. I don't want kids. I want to get married. I don't want to get married because whatever, I don't believe in the institution of marriage. I'm religious. I'm not religious. Do I need somebody of the same religion as me? Somebody who doesn't believe in religion. Like, it's like everybody is always just trying to, like, not just be truthful with each other. Just to make it work. So it's kind of evolved from you having, like, the quintessential family. It's almost to, went from, to like... To point now, it's like, I just want someone who's going to be real with me. I'm going to be real with them. Yeah, well, it almost went from, like... Almost being ultra compromising to yeah. not necessarily like not ever being compromising, but just like, I know what the fuck I want now right. and I know how I want to live the rest of my life and I want to find somebody that matches that. And again, they don't have to be perfect. We don't have to align on like everything. We don't have to like all the same movies or whatever, stuff like that. Um, Cause people are going to be different, but like with major, the major plot points of a relationship, you just need to be upfront and very truthful with the other person and yourself about that. What about you, Mr. Shanks? <clears throat> I'm going to easily agree with what Phil just said. You had this... He went around the word, but I'm using the word fantasy of what two people getting together looked like. They would, you know, come together, share the same goals. Hey, we want to, you know, get married. We want to have kids. We want to get this kind of house or live, you know, in this place or kind of situation and then you just get to the bare bones of like okay I want somebody who's real I want somebody who not only like it's okay to like want something or expect something to have a partner but are you willing to do that as well like it's annoying to find that you know some people want everything in the world but they aren't willing to do everything in the world to make a relationship work so uh, I'm going I'm to shed on the light of what Phil just shared. Okay. Well, thank you guys for being upfront, <clears throat> honest, transparent. So, um, one of the 
common words I did hear, I heard it twice, was, um, well, it wasn't the exact word, but it was centered around compatibility. Making sure, like, you know, your thought process, your ideology aligns with the other person. So um, I'll kind of share an example of myself. Um, when I think of, it's going to kind of segue into the next part of it. When I think of interest, like something I like, like, um, and to shed light on what we asked for the first time, like when I first started dating, my, my paradigm was very, very minimal. Yeah. She have a big booty. That <laughs> she, she like little one. Preach. That's it. <laughs> like, if you listen to Wayne, that thing fat, pretty. <laughs> Easy, baby. That's Don't it. And like, it, but like, I, I, as time progressed, you know, I have kids. I have to make sure, like, she um, maternalistically, she's sound. Um, you know, I want better things in myself. I got to make sure that you know we can be a power couple together. I got to make sure, like, there's there's a lot that goes into it now to the point that it's almost like the older you get, the the smaller that <laughs> that, that window, yeah. that window is. Yeah. Someone can check all those boxes, but um. I mean, there's been a drastic um, thing, but one of the things I did always look for when I'm dating someone is like interest, yes. like um, maybe not necessarily like Lil Wayne or something like that, but like, do we um, like the same type of like genre of, of movies or can we do common things together and us both have a good time, just little stuff like that. So um, I use that kind of as a weighing mechanism for deciding who I'm going to be with. But um, over time, I have learned that just because you might share the same interest with someone, that doesn't mean you're compatible. And that's a lesson that I um, that life taught me that I would have never learned earlier. So I'm going to kind of kick it back to Nikki. I know we haven't heard her for a while. What's, in your opinion, what's the biggest difference you think between like sharing one's common interest and actually being compatible with that person? Or is there a difference to you? I don't know. I never really thought of that, I guess. I guess I figured if you have the same interests, you are compatible because... There's plenty to do together, plenty to talk about together. Um, but then I guess at the same time you think about friends, there's lots of friends who enjoy the same things, but they're still fighting every other day. So that wouldn't be compatibility. That would just be that you have interests in common. So Because your interest doesn't necessarily have to go with the type of personality you have. So um, I, I would definitely agree with that. One example I would use is, uh, and I've had this conversation with Shanks before, is drinking. I, I was I, about to back I, 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 I like to drink. And, um, Can you hold yours? Yeah. So, like, I like to drink. <laughs> and I like, um, you know, a woman that can, you know, drink with me. We can go have a drink together, have a good time. And that used to be something I would look for in choosing a partner. Okay, does she drink? Is she cool with it? Cool. But um, I found plenty that love to do it. <laughs> but, after you know, after, you know, <laughs> few drinks, stuff like that, it came to the point, like, am I willing to still do it with this person? So that's an example of an interest that we both shared, but um, my relationship with alcohol is different from yours. And thus, you know, that might be a compatibility thing down the road because we're not going to be able to, to, to do that. So I'm asking you, Phil, do you think there is like a blurred line between interest and compatibility or do you think they're kind of synonymous? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I mean, you touched, I guess, on the drinking thing, but yeah, just another example for me would be like video games. Like, oh, cool. I mean, a chick who likes to play video games, but you like to play The Sims. <laughs> and I like to play, you know, Call of Duty or, you know, uh, League of Legends or something like that. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, you might have a, an aligned interest of video games, but we're never going to play a game together because I'm never going to hop on The Sims or Sim, Animal Crossing or whatever it's like that. Um, and not, not that those are bad games. It's just like those aren't the games I'm interested in. So... 
cool. Like, we like video games. Yeah. Or they're like, yeah, I love movies. Oh, you like movies too? Great. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch nothing but rom-coms. Um, what's, the, what's wrong with romantic oh, all romantic comments. Okay. And I'm not saying, but it's like, and, and that, that is being very stereotypical of women, like only women like was like that, but okay. it's just a specific like, I love sci-fi movies. If she doesn't like sci-fi movies, then we're never going to go to the movies together. Well, we might, but I'll just be <laughs> sitting there. They go bust <laughs> well, no, the like, yeah, I mean, like, We're going to go to the movies together. We're going to sit in different theaters. Yours is at 6.55. It's just going to be over an hour. But yeah, so like, we'll, never, we'll never actually enjoy the things that we like together. So that's, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a, a, a line there, like a difference between the two. Um, and that's, yeah, it's a, again, you don't have to like exactly everything the same thing that i do or people in relationships don't have to like uh yeah like exactly the same thing but yeah you gotta have some of the same interests that align because you're never gonna see each other <laughs> or you're not even gonna enjoy each other's company because one of you is gonna be the compromiser and they're gonna be fucking miserable and it's just that's that, that's not gonna last or it might last but you're gonna have a fucking horrible life with that person, you'll end up uh, hating them. You'll, you'll end up hating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if you stay with them, yeah, you're gonna end up uh, yeah, hating them. Eventually, get tired of it and despising gonna, them. Yeah, you're gonna or, end up single. That's the only way I can say it. And what? that's just a waste of time. <laughs> so, what about you, Mister uh, Mister Shanks? Uh, I mean, it's been beat. Well, you know, compatibility interests are similar, but they're not the same. Um, Do you? I will ask you this to kind of expound on the conversation. Do you think that that's something that we should have known earlier? Or do you think that's a life, that's something that only life can teach you? No, I mean, it's hard to say it's something you should know earlier because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, don't want to use that cliche too much, but I just think that if, I mean, it's like, <clears throat> When you're a kid or whatever and you have friends, you know, when you first discover, you know, friends or people you want to hang out with, you have, you know, similar interests. That's what makes you want to be friends with them. And those similar interests usually makes you compatible to hang out with in that certain, you know, you know, genre or scene or whatever that looks like. So that's how you become friends. Now you attach that or you progress that to a relationship or trying to, you know, whatever you're attracted to. And then it's more of like okay, how much of this interest do you have? Is it just, oh, I kind of like it, kind of like what Phil says, or no, man, this is a deep passion of mine. It's like, yo, we have the same thing, but it's it's not to the same level. So I think that's to where you can't really know going in, but like you said, with, with life, we all have learned that it, it's a big difference. For sure. Um, so, I mean, um, I hear, you hear this term a lot like, oh, this is a this is a good woman, or this is a good, that's a good man. <laughs> So, um, without going into, <laughs> I guess Shanks heard it more than yeah, Shanks. <laughs> Shanks, Shanks has something to say. Yeah, yeah, Shanks got something to get off his chest. But, uh, go ahead, well, get to we, the numbers. We, well, uh, we'll start with him then. But, like, so, um, I, yeah, I heard that a lot, especially when I was younger than I hear it now. So, like, um, I know in my mind what a good woman is to me. And I know, you know, what women, what a good man is to them. But, um, first, I'm going to start with Shanks, obviously, since he, wants to touch on it but like i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask this question what is a good woman to you or, or, or when you think of a good woman what does that look like and do you think over time those standards have changed or is that like a universal thing that doesn't 
that doesn't involve? Well, I want to first just jump out and say that the term or definition of a good man or a good woman is different to everybody. Extremely subjective. Very subjective. What you think is good or the good qualities of somebody could be horrible qualities to the next person. So that term, that's kind of why I made that laugh. It's like, no, like... What you might de- deem good is not necessarily good to but the I think next we, person. I think there's a universal definition of what a bad man or a bad Oh, yeah, man. yeah, certain so, traits. But um, I don't think the um, stereotype, I should say, um, has changed. If someone, you know, I'm just being a man. I'm going to say if someone tells you, hey, this is a good woman, they're going to be like, oh, you know, she's not in the streets. You know, she goes to church. Uh, you know, next, she... <laughs> You know, she went to, you know, school or secondary education. Like, you know, those are, to me, what, if someone is trying to describe, oh, she's a good, those are kind of the uh, traits or tributes that I think they would be trying to get across or share. So I don't think the standard definition or uh, term has deviated all too well um, over time. But as we at first mentioned, it's very subjective to what that means to each individual person. What about you, Nikki? When you think of like a good man, um, what are some of those characteristics that you think that, like, a good man in today's world has always been a good man, even, like, in your parents' or your grandparents' generation? Or does that change over time? I mean, it definitely changes over time. Um, just look at the way households were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and what they are now. That was episode three of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Couldn't wait for me, but it's okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, they've definitely changed over um, over time and everything. I think, to me, I think my definition of a good man is, I would say, the basic overall. Like, just provide for yourself, provide for your family. Um, don't cheat. Be honest. Um, which I would think kind of yeah i feel like that's why is it that it's a man it's not cheating well Well, because i am the woman so i'm saying yeah my question is the definition of a good man you're talking about a good person yeah yeah no so and i think that would be the same 30 years ago as it is now yeah but that's more of just like a broad good man if you want to get into like the details we don't Okay. But <laughs> but I will ask you this though. I know you said that there. You think that has changed a little bit over time. What yeah. are some of the changes do you think that between the traditional definition and what we see today? Well, a good man thirty years ago was work, just work and provide. But now, um, I mean, some fathers didn't even see their kids, but that was okay because the mom was at home all day. So now the definition of a good man is not only work and provide, but be around, be involved. So. Uh, Phil, when you think of a, a good if a good woman, um, what do you think of? <laughs> Damn shit. <laughs> uh. What do you think of, and do you think that that's the same traditionally um, in our parent generation as it is today? Uh, I don't know. Like for me, this is. Uh, Oh, obviously, for every person, it's a personal thing, question. But yeah, like in the broad, like old timey aspect of things, there's like, oh, a good woman, you know, cook, clean, take care of the household, you know, do the laundry, you know, take care of the kids, do all this stuff. Like the old timey, like yeah. woman in an apron, like that type. So it was like, oh yeah, was that that's a good woman. Barefoot. I could care less right. about that shit. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't, and, and it's one of those things where it's just like, and my mom kind of raised me this way too, though, but it's like, I don't need, and I, I guess you hear, uh, women hear it, say it all the time nowadays, but just the, in the opposite, but I don't need a woman for any of that shit. I can do my laundry. I can feed myself. Um, obviously I don't dust regularly, but I mean like, you had to. it's not, yeah, there's not like rats and roaches running around like, yeah, it's like, I don't need a significant other to do all that shit for me. What I need, and for me, like, the definition of a good woman has almost always been, it's never really changed for me, um, is just, yeah, just to be, it just goes back to the thing I said before, and I, I kind of said it in the previous podcast too, but, um, yeah, just be truthful and upfront about what you want, what you like, and what where you see things going forward. That's all I, I'm very simple. Yeah. Like, that's all I need. Like I said, all that other stuff where it's like the stereotypical woman, uh, perv- like, does in the relationship that, you know, I, I don't need all that. I just don't need that. I just need a good person. Um, and that's basically all it is. Like I said, I'm very simple. So that's all I, I need. I think that uh, the standard has definitely changed. Um, I know a lot of the stuff on social media is for clout and stuff like that. But I think that if you look at like modern times, what a good man, a good woman, like it's really, to me, it's almost scary because like with social media, it gives you almost a transparency of like um, normalized situations. I guess that shouldn't be normal, like infidelity. Like if you let social media tell everybody is cheating all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, girl, you know, get yours, blah, blah, you know, this dude's doing him. So like, it becomes a, a situation where, like, if two people are in a relationship, they have level. Everyone's going to have to do their thing and, you know, whatever. Um, I think as far as um, income goes, like, and Nikki kind of stated earlier, like, there was, um, you know, definitely a good man. He provided for his woman. Stuff. Now, there are men that are like, oh, yeah, I need me a girl that's going to do all this for me. And they just, it's it's a common thing to just mooch off your woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, as uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you echo the same sentiment or lie, year after year after year, as time progresses, eventually you're going to have a generation of people who normalize situations that, you know, to me aren't normal. So therefore the definition of a good man or a good woman change changes over time. So I think that kind of in mind, um, not that we're dinosaurs or anything, but like conceptually our definition of that may be different. Like when my kids come up with their definition of that's going to be. So it'll be interesting to see as time progresses, how that goes. But, um, I just want to add something that uh, no one brought up was uh, domestic violence. Uh, That's really normalized. Well, old times. Now, I, now, I, it now, was now, very now, accepted back now, in the day. Well, not that's the other way around. Like if a if a woman hits you in the face yeah. and you don't do anything, you're a bitch. Straight up. I just wanted to mention that that is something that has changed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying it's to me it's alarming that it's it's just like that. Like I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm well, old fashioned. I mean, but maybe the, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to a, say that. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying, saying we're that's... talking about domestic violence. We can talk about domestic violence. I've seen, <laughs> I see some things. I, you could, I don't want to say that. Oh, God. Go ahead. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't, don't want to say that. I don't know Shanks is on at home now. But, uh, I'm on that bike now. <laughs> yeah, like, like Turner over here. But, uh, but uh, I will say this. So we talked a lot about um, um, compatibility. Um, things like that, like what are what we were all looking for, and that's we all agree that's subjective. What Phil is looking for in a woman is different from what I'm looking for. Nikki's looking for in a man. Shanks, all that kind of stuff is different. 
But I will ask this when um important thing in any healthy relationship, I think we can all agree is compromise. Very right? Much. <clears throat> to a degree. Yeah. To a degree, yeah. So um I'm gonna start with you, Phil, because um we led with Nikki last time. I'm gonna ask you this. So compromising is important, it's essential to a degree. Um, but we all have our in our mind what we want. What's the difference between compromising versus lowering your standards or lowering your expectations? Uh, well, I mean, I just, it, it comes down to, I guess, just the degree of, or the level of compromise that you're comfortable with. Um, like I said, it's a, I'm all about compromising, like, again, to a degree. Like, like I said, if, uh, just like simple things of like, Listening to music in the car. I might, you know, might listen to some music that I don't like, but, you know, I might throw a station on that she might not like for a little while. That's not a big deal. But if it starts coming down to like, oh, okay, I want kids. Yeah. Or I don't want kids. And yeah. she wants kids, don't want kids. That's a level of compromise that is just too high. It's unreasonable. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it when it comes down to just like the nitpicky things... Um, and everybody has their comfort level of where they're willing to compromise. Um, and some people aren't willing to compromise at all, at all. which I think is bad. Maybe. But yeah, so it's like, to me, it, it's going to really vary on person to person basis to like, for me, like I'll put up with some stuff like in, in a way of like, uh, activities, hobbies, the temperature of the room, you know, stuff like that. Like all the little uh, stuff that we've probably heard, like our parents or other couples, just kind of you know have their cutesy little fights about. Like that stuff's all fine. That's all normal. We're just we're all different people. But yeah, like when it like it's for me, like this goes back to again the beginning of the podcast when I was saying like um, when it comes down to like the foundation of a relationship, like the pillars, which I like to call them, I guess, or like think about them in my mind, were like the big things, like children you know, religion, like this, the, how you want your relationship brand or like, uh, you know, some people like, uh, roles. yeah, roles or something like that. And again, uh, or to touch on it, I kind of, again, is like, it's okay if some, if a guy wants the old timey, you know, yeah. 1950s apron wearing wife, as long as she's okay with that too. And maybe she wants the, you know, guy in the business suit going out every day. You know, it's like, it, that's fine. As long as that's what both of you want. And so, yeah, it's just the, 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 you have to find your level of compromise and be true to it. Be honest about it. Because once you start lying to yourself, that's when you're going to start having a bad time. I think the best way to say that is you can compromise all the little minuscule things, but you don't compromise who you are yeah. as a person. Do you think there's a fine line between compromising and lowering standards or lowering expectations? Yeah, because, like I said, you can compromise any little thing. Like you said, you've got music taste, um, what movie we're going to watch, dealing with them, doing this. It's, those are the little things. The biggest thing is not to compromise who you are, because when you do that, that's when you're lowering your standard. But when, I guess when it gets kind of murky to me, is like if you're in a relationship, you don't just like, okay, I'm just going to compromise why I'm for this person. It's a gradual process. 
So um, I don't think you realize you're doing it. Exactly, because you're you start to lose yourself. Exactly. I think yeah, I think you think that you're just being a good person, or um, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, it it takes a while to to really see how much you've like you said. I think kind of how Phil said it. You you think you're just doing little small compromises of um, what movie we're going to watch, what book we're going to read, that stuff. You don't realize you're actually compromising yourself as a person until it's been like years and you like actually like don't recognize like who you are or who you're with. So how do you identify that delineation? Great question. You should answer that. Me? Okay. <laughs> I sure. So um, I have been in. A relationship where I have um, lowered my, I guess, expectations, um, and I'm not gonna say like aesthetically, like I, I or anything like that, but I'm gonna say like um, I'm kind of like Phil said, and Phil and Shanks, they know me really well. I'm I'm not a extremely difficult person to please. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty go with the flow type person. So I feel that when I get into relationships, um, I kind of put that burden on myself to to identify my myself with that person's interests, like what they're into or, you know, or what have you. Now, what happens is, to your point, Nikki, is um, it turns from, okay, what movie we're going to watch? We're going to watch her movie. It's like, damn, every week we're watching her movie. Damn, every week we're eating where she wants to eat. Damn, every single time, you know, we have an argument. Um, we've had a few now, and um, she hasn't been wrong in any of them. Like, you know, so like, so, I mean, little things like that. I think that once you identify a pattern and um, for the most part, I mean, we're not dumb people. We're, we're, we're pretty conscious people. Um, if we were to take a step back out of those situations and just feel like, okay, you know, this is not okay and nip it in the bud. I mean, every relationship would, we either cut it off or we fix every relationship. But what happens is we try to, um, you know, salvage what we have or the good things that we have in that, that situation. And it kind of goes downhill from there. But, um, there's no concrete answer to it because I think everyone's level of compromising is different, but I think it's identifying patterns. And when we identify those patterns, nip them in the bud, um, be more proactive about it versus retroactive about it. Because time is uh, of the essence too, like that Texas toll. When you finally want to address it and it's been a year, it's too late because that person doesn't think they're wrong at that point. They think you're the one that's changed. So most people who can do that. Yeah. Self-victimized. To me, too, it's one of those things to where it's... Selfish. There's a... You have to learn who the other person is. Because you're never going to know just right off the bat. Like, people aren't just... Right. It's, people say this all the time. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like an open book. Whatever. No, you're not. Like, you just... Like, there's... there's Yeah, it's not even that. It's just like... You just, it takes time. Master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It takes time because, like, you're not just going to get everything on the first date in one night. Like, you're yeah. going to learn about somebody. And so it's one of those things to where you're... You're going to learn about the person and then see... Just the the level of we're okay. Like I'm okay with who this person is. Like I'm I'm willing to deal with these little minuscule things that I don't not necessarily aren't compatible with me. But no one's perfect, or no one's perfect for another person. Like one of the prime examples for me, like in an, a previous relationship, or not not much well, maybe all of them. But like I'm a fixer. I like fixing things. So like. In the past, my girlfriends have been, like, complaining about something. And it wasn't necessarily, like, about our relationship, but just, like, other things. Like, things at work. Like, hey, what? Did, like, I had this problem at work today. 
blah, 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 blah. All right, cool. I'm going to listen to you, stuff like that. And I would try and fix it. Yeah. I would come back and just like, hey, like, well, if you're having this problem, like, maybe go to your boss and do this. Or maybe go to this coworker and do that. And that would upset them. And I, and I, it took me time to learn. And I'm like, I'm not trying to say this is a stereotypical thing, but it has happened in a few of my relationships. They just wanted to be listened to. Yeah. They didn't want me to fix anything. Oh. They just wanted me to listen, which is per- com- completely fine. But that just doesn't go. I had to learn that. Yes. To where it's just like, hey, all you want me to do is listen to your problem. I could do that all day. Like, that's cool. But they would get mad at me because I was like, why aren't you just listening to me? They would have loved I was me. like, I oh, love. Wow. Oh. <laughs> no, no, because no, you're saying it. I don't know. It's like no. It's it's let me feel like real quick. Is they just like why aren't you just listening to me? Like why are yeah. you giving me like? I was like, in my mind, didn't click that with these people. They didn't want a solution. They just wanted to be listened to. Yeah. And I'm the exact opposite way. I would come on like, damn, this is work today. There's these shitty ass customers. Like again, like co workers, bosses, stuff like that. And they just be like. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you something. trying? To, no, like, why aren't me. you trying to help me? <laughs> yeah. Help me fix this. Yeah. Like you're my partner. Like we're going through shit together. Yeah. It's like help me fix it. But like, and it took, a, it took that of like us discovering that about each other. And so like going forward, it got better. When she had, I would just sit there and listen. And be like, yeah, all right, cool. And then like when I would say stuff, she'd be like, okay, well, how can we? How do we get through? Like, what do we do? I was like. Oh, right let's go yeah, uh, yeah that's what i'm talking about this is what i wanted and so yeah it's just like and that it kind of goes with the compromising thing to where it's just like i learned that about them it wasn't something it wasn't part of the way of my personality but i compromised in a way to where it's just like it, it was no skin off my back just to listen yeah and that's all they wanted and for her too vice versa like just help me try and fix this it was that that was a level of compromise to me like but it wasn't like Lose it, like giving any right. part of myself up. It was, actually, I was gaining something, if anything. So, quick but, before you, I'm done. Nigga, can, <laughs> is that a can you expound? Is that like something that you would want to someone just listen or someone to try to help fix? Depends on the situation, and I think it depends on the um, person. But I think, I think it's more so like a male female thing. Men are the fixers, and women have the compassion. We have that maternal instinct. So to us, we're there to hear you, comfort you. A man is there to fix it. So, cause that's exactly how me and my ex were. He always had some type of advice and I didn't necessarily want to hear it. Cause sometimes, <laughs> half the time, we know what we need to do. Shout we know, to we, we already know the solution too. Great. Yeah, like we already know the solution or we know it can't be fixed. We like, we already know that. Nice. So hearing you say it to us, it's just like, Ugh, just like listen to me and be like, oh, babe, you're right. You know, especially if it's not something that like affects you. Like if it's work related, let me bitch about my people at work and just be like, wow, she is a cunt. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear you go, oh, well, maybe think of why she did that. I, I think this is how this dynamic happens. And I'm just going to speak for myself. Like me, I have no problem listening and offering no solution. <laughs> Unless you ask it. me. I can, I can. I can give you a great solution, or I can, I can I'm there for you. I'm listening to you, man. Like I, I don't mind. But I will say this: um, for the the conflict between the male and female thing, what happens is, um, from my experience, the females are constantly complaining, constantly this is going on at work, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. The reason why I tend to not offer advice because most of the time, after I do deductive reasoning, they're the problem. <laughs> like 
Damn. Look, oh yeah, yeah. Seriously, you can't say uh, that. People, people, yeah, people. That was your fault. What do you mean? Yeah, and, I, and, and I've been in that situation. I was like, well, if you hadn't done this, oh, whose side are you on? Oh, you know what? I'm going I'm back on to the side one. of the truth. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> not true. So, so that's that's how I've trained myself over the. Unless you're a friend or someone like that, I really don't give a shit about. But if it's like my girl, I'm just gonna listen to you and and let you revisit the same problems every week. Because I want you to you, see until that... you realize you're the common denominator. Exactly, and then <laughs> if you see well. The common idea or my idea would be once you see that you're wrong or that you could have did something a different way, then the next time it happens, you can handle it better instead of, okay, we keep doing this shit every week. Now, I've been in relationships. I've had girls out there do. They never complain. And when they come up with something, I'm like, damn, you know, that's that's kind of fucked up. And I like listen to it. But if it's week after week, and a lot of times it's the same issues. Same shit. Same coworker. Same person. Same manager. I think that's just the cattiness of women. Of women. That we have is... Y'all are bitches. Yeah, and even better. even if we know we're wrong, like <laughs> I said, we kind of we kind of just want to bitch. Like yeah, I don't that's know. Cool. Why? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Why can't y'all just chill like dudes? I don't mean to like no be bigger, so no stereotypical fight, no and and I know I feel like most women will disagree with me. Like I usually have that problem a little bit more old fashioned in all of my thinking, but like I, I don't know. But I just, I think women are catty. And so, yeah, I think we just want to sit there and bitch. And we, we just want you to. And want us to listen to it. That's yeah. the bullshit. That's the bullshit. Yeah. Hey, so, listen to this dumb shit I need to tell you. Listen right. to, listen and to the worst track, part is we want you to like, pay attention, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah I've already turned and, off. And, and we, <laughs> oh, we can tell when you're not paying attention, too. You try to play it off, and it's like... I. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Just, like, the phone. And then next thing you know, they're visiting but, someone else. But, like I get, <laughs> but I get it, because we do. It's like he I never listens. It got to one point where my ex said, you either take my advice or don't bring it up. Because he got so annoyed... Hey, go he, my shoes, man. He got so Sex annoyed with me bringing the same problem <laughs> up. And yes. all I had to do was stand up for myself to, like, my supervisors. All I had to do. And he told me that week, day after day after day, week after week, he finally, he drew the line. He said, I can't listen to the same thing anymore. And I got super pissed off, but it's what I needed to do something about it. So I either stopped complaining about it and yeah. just mm. let it be what it was, or I did something about it. So I think, I mean, I... It benefited me in the long run. Yeah, it was a dick move on his end, and I was pissed. But... I love how he's the dick. How is he the dick? Okay, so, to... <laughs> okay so it wasn't a dick move on he his end. It was the way he said it, though. Like, to say either never talk to me about it again or do something about it, that's kind of rude. Like, let me vent to you. He just was... But how would you have luck for him to say it to you? Exactly. There, there isn't. And to oh, being okay. completely honest, there is no other way for him to have said it. Because <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't have cared, and I would have kept bitching every day. Yeah, exactly. So, no, he had to say it how he said it. I've had um, insane. Yeah. That's a and, 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 and to be honest, like I've I've a Phil's told me that before. Like I've I'm I'm a complainer, especially about things that because like I'm serious. Like <laughs> yeah, if they, I'm laughing because I know. They, 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 <laughs> dude, things that like I cannot. I'm I'm, a, I'm a inherently a fixer too, and most shit I can control. I can control my kids, control my job. Control, like but the things I can't, it like bothers me. So I'm like, man, Phil, this and Phil would be like. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> like, look at LA. I'm like, I fucking so treat me like a bitch. <laughs> listen to me, Phil. <laughs> Just listen. listen to me not be able to have like, or you know, or like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like, you know I me. Mean? I'm a, like a, a fucking like big thinker too about world issues, societal issues that I have are so big I have no control over. And I'll talk to Phil about it. He's like, yeah, we well, can't do it. You let it go. I man. know I can't do nothing, Phil. Fuck you. And racism. Like, or whatever I'm bitching about. Well, no, but I will say this, and, like, not to, and I'm not saying this, like, about Jay, like, oh, yeah, Jay acts like a woman. But, like, 
stereotypes are stereotypes, I guess, for a reason. Some for for the most part. But yeah, when women or men are like interchangeable on this too, because I know a whole lot of dudes. I, I yeah, I know dudes are that way, and I know women that are like men, where like they're fixers. Like hey, like and and the, and the reason that I'm a fixer is because I like to yeah. That's a good example. I like to. I like for my life to be as easy and stress-free as possible. So when I see a problem or and I can find a solution, I'm gonna do it to just get rid of that. Or like, well, I, like when you like you say you're complaining about something you can't control, just I just let it go. Yeah. Just like no, I, I was like, can't. Control it's not worth. Control. Yeah, it's not worth my energy yeah. to, oh, to just like be stressed out about something like that. Yeah. But like I say, yeah, it's it's and, and there too it goes back to I guess the subject of the podcast. It's like be real with each other like if that's if that's if you start seeing that in your woman or if you start seeing that in your man and you can't put up with it end it just walk away like don't <laughs> well no just walk away it's not, you're not, you just brought the same shit for three no, weeks how about bitch no 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 Fuck that's what I'm saying and your it's, it's a well no it's like it's a pitch to me it's a, to me that's a huge thing yeah. like that's a huge thing you're obviously with a person that you are not compatible with yeah. and it's not one of those things where it's like walk, yeah, walk away from the bitch or walk away <laughs> from the asshole dude like no it's just like y'all just aren't gonna work yeah. and people like that's the hugest thing people can do themselves the biggest favor if they're truthful with these, with the, <laughs> no, just like walk away from the situation like, like when you, you don't have to, yeah, don't just like ghost the person or something like that but just like sit down and talk and be like hey like I don't think this is working like yeah. you are who you are I am who I am there's nothing wrong with that we just don't belong together like it's not and so that's going to kind of segue to the next part of the conversation so we talked a lot about compromise and how it's necessary but doing it to the sense where we don't lose ourselves and lower our expectations and that's what so, you. Uh, that's the part I was trying to get to. Like you, you, you're losing yourself. Right, right. By by so, sticking with that. So, but to fix a relationship or work on an issue, you know that isn't you know a bad thing either. So my question is, and I'll start with Shanks. What's the difference between like compromising and trying to come up with a solution versus settling? And I'll frame it this way. Like, you know, you have people like, um, I have a real good buddy of mine. I won't mention names. But, um, you know, he found um, his wife and they're really happy. And, uh, you know, along the way, there were signs that, you know, probably, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> but, I'm, but I will say this. Uh, you know, he was steadfast in his resolve. was like, yo, this is the woman I chose. This is my wife, you know, no matter how bad it got. And it got to the point, like, you know, he started losing himself. So, like, you know, in the, in the end, they're married. You know, I don't, I'm sure it's all okay. But it's like, I know I couldn't have made it to that point, And maybe I've missed out on happiness because I can't make it to that point. So, my question to you is, like, what is your line versus, like, you know, compromising and coming with a solution versus, like, okay, now you're just settling? I mean... My line, you know, what's going to be weird is I'm a, and being truthful, honest is I'm going to share the sentiment of the. Because you're a scary person too, because not a lot of bothers you. Yeah. And um, it'll get to the point that like, I think when it finally does, 
it's too far. It's <laughs> so like, it's like I let so much yeah. shit slide and go. And I'm the opposite. I can't let nothing ride, and I never make it to the point that we can fix it. And then it's just like, and there's still a problem with me, but I'm like, I've let so much shit slide from you, but I'm the problem. All right, that ain't cool no more. But yeah, so you just mentioned the dude who is steadfast and says, hey, this is the woman I chose, this is my wife. For me, I'm I'm close to him. I'm not that far because you said there's some, you know, red flags. But I'm kind of the point to, I chose this woman to be in my life. I'm not a quitter. I'm going to try to work on this as much as possible. Like you said, we're workers uh, or fixers. So, oh, you know, we're not seeing eye to eye. Let's flip it around. Let me try to figure out, you know, ways I can see from her point of view. Let me let me do whatever I can do to show that I am trying to compromise. I am trying to, hey, you know, you see this this way, I see this way. But you know what? At the end of the day, I want this to work, so let's go. Let's go. Let's go. After so many fights, and I can't even give you, like, a, a definition because it's just something where, like you said, you just... I don't want to say you wake up one day, but you just realize... I've done all I can. I've compromised to way beyond past, you know, uh, losing um, or lowering your expectations, uh, lowering your standards. It's just to the point where, look, I have, I don't want to say I'm the one, only one in this relationship trying to make it work, but I, it feels that way. And once you feel like that was going on, then, then yeah, there's no, there's no turn back. You got to let it go. You got to walk away. Because there's nothing worse than being in a relationship and feel like you're doing all the work and the other person's not doing shit. And you're just like, I, I can't fight by myself. You know, it takes two people to fight. It takes two people to dance. It takes two people to tango. What about you, Nikki? Like, what do you think um, the, the line is between, like, you know, well, not necessarily the line or the difference <laughs> between compromising, trying to work on something versus eventually coming to the point where you're settling? compromising is little adjustments some are major but it's just it's more so just adjustments to like a part of your life lowering your standards is being with somebody you don't I wouldn't say you don't like but it's you have your boxes you want to check they don't check them all but you're gonna go for it anyway that oh, okay. that would be my consideration. But that sounds like before in the relationship, or is there a difference? That's the only way I'm trying to. You can, it's applicable yeah. to both. Okay. The difference okay. between compromise and, like you said, like lowering your standards. To me, lowering your standards. Yeah, okay. lowering your standards is you're being with somebody that you doesn't check what you want or isn't who you want, but you're doing it because multiple reasons. You don't, you don't want, want to start over. You don't want to be alone. You've put too much time into it. Yeah. Um, but so that would be my difference of compromise and lowering your standards. So um, to Shanks's point though, so that's the proactive check checkbox. But when you're in the relationship um, and you know, you're starting to, to work on things like, you know, I saw this is wrong. We need to work on that. See, this is something we don't agree on. Or where's the point between like you trying to just fix something it's to the point now that you're just settling for a situation that's not right for you. I guess that would be when, if you've told yourself that you're the type of person that's not going to put up with something, or that will, like in my case, I always told myself forever, if anyone ever cheated on me, I would leave. That's bottom line. I got cheated on and I stayed multiple times. So I thought I was compromising and it's a part of life. I... The reason he did it was because I was kind of like this, so I got to fix this, and then he'll fix that, and it'll work out. And I realized over time, no, I was I was right. I should have stuck with 
who I was and when I said that I would leave anytime someone cheated on me I should have done that because I thought I was just doing these little compromises but instead I was losing who I was because I was now becoming unfortunately someone who would put up with bullshit damn Nikki that's very profound yeah Mm -mm. that's what I'm talking about that's so quality to the to the to the topic all right what about you Phil um I'm perfectly fine with being alone. Amen. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, for me, uh, like some some people aren't. Like some people just cannot be alone, um, and that's just part of their personality. Again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but it's just not me. And so, for me, yeah, like I will not settle or like yeah compromise to that level just so I'm not alone. Yeah. Like I don't, it's not, that's not worth it for me. Like I'm, like I said, I'm perfectly fine being alone. I'm perfectly happy being alone. Would I like a partner in life to share everything with and experience stuff with? Yes. It would make me happier, but what would make me less happy and <laughs> miserable would be being with somebody that I just fucking hate or just can't stand. I'm just not compatible with like that to me. I think a lot of people do that and that's why a lot of people are miserable. Yeah. And that's why you end up with like, I mean, yeah, you, it, it's sweet seeing like the old couple has been together for whatever it never, 30. It never is for me. I don't believe in it. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's one of those things. they're all liars. Well, no, but well, I mean, well, some well, of them might the be. Day, it's something that. The majority of them are. Like my, my grandparents were. No, so my, my grandparents were together for, fuck, it was over 50 years, 60 years. They were completely like they fucking loved each other. It was, it was really just sweet. And that was one of the things you see those those couples like that. And then you also see the couples who were just like you can just see them that they are together just to be together. Yep. Just because there's just like it's like you don't even like each other anymore, and you haven't for a it's long like every time. Year that they make it as a badge. Yeah, and yeah, like... it's just one of those things where it's just like. <laughs> We've come this far. At the AA chip, bro. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's just like they've come this far, and it's just like, well, I mean, we're already on this ride. Yeah. Let's just go. Like, like, yeah. I've been trying to run for 50 and, and, like, let's say, like, but some, a lot of people horrible. see that as just like, oh, that's that's a good reason. You just don't. You, you don't see work every. Oh, no, you just work it out. He's like, it's, it's together till the end. It's yeah. like that. It's like, man, if you would have been just a little bit more selective yeah. in the person that you're with, you wouldn't be in this, like, miserable state that you've been in for the last 30 years 30 40 years and it's just like that to me is just like do not do not compromise and like i said like i try to say i'm picky and stuff like that like and like oh i won't settle like i'm not over here saying like i need gal gadot i I need a bad wonder woman your girl you know your girl's name (laughs) anyways yeah i don't need like or whoever i don't need a well, no, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not out here saying, like, I won't settle. It's supermodel. She's got to be rich. You know, it's like fat ass. Like, no, it's like, I don't, I'm not saying all of that. It would be nice. I think I would be lucky if that would happen. But yeah, it's not one of those things where it's just like, oh, Phil just never is in a relationship because he expects too much. Yeah. Like, no, I just know what the fuck I want. And I'm not going to put up with some shit that I don't like. And it, And again, just because I'm not going to put up with some shit that I don't like doesn't mean that woman is a bad person. Yeah, it's not like, sure. oh, it's, yeah, you're, you're forward. No, you're just not for me. Can, can I ask you a question? Sure. No, no, no. In, the, in your, in your mentions, just someone who 
Is there value in being with someone who isn't 100% compatible with you? Yes. Nobody's 100% compatible Correct. with you. No one. I, I mean, if, if you... Well, I get the number. I'm just I'm just talking about that. Some, you know, we're talking about compatibility and interest. If you were like, oh, all our interests link up, so we're compatible and we're, you know... But there's some things that, you know... But just, again, it goes back to that. What is your what level is of point? compromise <laughs> yeah. that you are okay with before you start losing who you are and start, like, compromising yourself, essentially, to make this other thing work with this person? Because, like, you're doing yourself a disservice, obviously, yeah, but person. you're also doing them a disservice. Yeah. Because, I mean, as cold as it sounds, they could be with somebody else, yeah. and so could you. Fucking they life for yeah, and so it's like you're wasting Dragon both of them. y'all's time. Hey. At like, and we're and not to get all you know uh, existential. Or no, let's we're get not, there. We're I not love existential. Uh, we're not here that long. Yep. So if I'm wasting ten years of my fucking life on you, like for if I'm with somebody from thirty to forty, those are my best years. Or mm. if you believe in multiple <laughs> consciousness that it lives on forever, I'm not wasting this life. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, and so it's just I gotta like, come back. Like, <laughs> and it's like this next the time cliche. It's the cliche saying like life is too short. And that, I think, I don't think people put enough weight into that. So I'm asking. I'm, but at the same time, too, people are always coming up to me just like, man, I feel like, again, like, I'm, I'm 36. And I was just saying, like, 30, 40, those the best years of my life. I've been alone for most of my 30s. People were like, oh, it's the best years of your life. Why aren't you with somebody? It's like, well, I mean, I would, uh, I'd rather be alone and happy than be miserable. Like, fuck like that. No, <laughs> Well, yeah, I just, I'd, I'd rather just be fucking alone rather than fucking my own life up and my like my energy and somebody else's. Yeah. Let them go make somebody else miserable or somebody else happy. I don't want a part of it. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. I'm happy. It's gonna be like, and then one day, maybe or maybe not, I'll meet somebody. But until then, I'm not just gonna like. Oh yeah, you know, let's, let's just be together. I just need somebody to you know. So sit next to <laughs> no the next part of the conversation is going to be very controversial mm. and I hope everybody's here for it because I am um, I need to hear this what I showed up for we oh, need one of those God. mixing boards J is hot J's hot where Steamer was wrong that's when he knew he fucked up so we talked about a different reason why people settle they settle because they don't want to be alone. They settle because, man, this girl's so bad, I don't want to lose her. Or this dude has all this potential. Or whatever reason, people choose to settle. Um, both sexes do it. But I'm going to ask you this. Holistically, do you feel that each sex brings equal, I guess, sense of... Uh, of Does each sex like bring hold equal weight and value in a relationship? Where are you starting, sir? Okay, oh, well, I guess we'll <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and get and this I, started. Because I've heard extremely contrasting views on both, and I want to hear it. I, I can't wait. To hear so, it says does each sex do they hold like equal value Hell in a relationship? No. Oh wow. Okay. God damn. All right. I, 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 I'm, I'm, wanna, with, I'm with him, though. I, I didn't want to get into it, but the answer is hell no. no. Oh, All right. Okay. I mean, whew, we're talking about, let's start with traditional sense. Back in the day, you're talking about there were men who weren't even home around. They just were at work all the time, got the money so that they could provide for the household. 
woman had to run the household, have the kids, you know, keep it clean, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to fast forward a little bit to today. <laughs> so what? Okay. I'm going to... Uh, no, 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 no. It's like 50 years. <laughs> you say 50. I, uh, it's a good 20, 30. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. 50. Nah. Like, the, like the housewife with an apron, that was like 40s, 50s. She want to flap her shanks? No, I mean, truth, tr- I mean <laughs> no. truthfully, uh, that's how... There's my mom and dad weren't. There. I mean, yeah. there's still something to do with that. Yeah, because and the only reason that before, changed before, 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 when they and got to be divorced. fair, like when the whole working woman thing came, yeah, yeah, yeah wars, like that's like seventy. Yeah. yeah, so that's a yeah. good thirty. But anyway, yeah. go ahead, sir. But no, no, no. But um, in a sense, you have to get down to value. <laughs> so, as a man, what do you value in a woman? And as a woman, what do you value in a man? I honestly think it's. I mean, I'm not going to speak. We need me holistic. Holistically, yes. So I'm not going to, I'll let Nikki talk about the women, but for a man, I'm a very simple person. I think most of us are pretty simple persons. I'm not. But what we bring to the table isn't simple at all. You know, we have to provide, we have to protect, we have to, you know, go out and grind. I'm not saying that women don't possess these qualities or they don't, but it is more expected of the man than it is of the woman. You feel that way even today? Very still so. Okay. Yes, I mean, you just gave the title, or we talked about the title of a good man, a good woman. I don't think anybody would give a man or the title of a good man if he sat at home and sat on his ass all day. That wouldn't be any part of a. Oh yeah, he's a nice person, but he don't work. He don't do shit. Well, to Phil's point, if that's the standard and the set upon agreement of the relationship, and she's taking the role of the provider, and that's what they agree on, what makes him not a good man for that? But that's the roles that they established. We're talking about value. Yeah. So in that situation, he, she, under your definition, she would hold more value than he would. Yeah. She would, yes. Okay. So I'm talking about, how should I say this? As, even if she took that role, what is the value? So she would, they would be honestly, in my scenario, be swapping roles because his value to her is very minimal and very little. And not to say that in a bad way, but she is doing most of the roles in a relationship. Therefore, her she's more valuable. So that's my question to you. So you, a provider is the biggest role to you? It's it's not the biggest, but it's... Because that's all she's doing. <laughs> just providing. Well, and that's... it. I don't, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm throwing too many things I'm going to deliberately play devil's advocate. No, no, I know you are, but I'm just saying, I, in that situation, I just think is. I mean, you're talking about provider. I mean, if she's going out there and getting it, and he's sitting at home, is he, is, is he still the protector? I mean, sure. It's because he don't work, I mean, he can't protect him. I'm, I'm just saying. Or something. But, but, and, and, and not to speak as a woman, but I always think that, you know, that goes hand in hand as a woman would see it, so she would be like, oh, this nigga really ain't shit. He's just sitting at home. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. He can't even, you know, stand up for me. If if it came to... Now, he could be, you know, fucking lifting weights all fucking day at the house and, you know, be the biggest man in fucking life. But I'm going to... That 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 providing to me is is a big piece that goes... That covers a lot of things. I think the the definition providing is very broad. There's providing in terms of like the quintessential, like bringing home the bacon. Yes. And then there's providing like, you know, governing the household. 
like even though it's not your money, but like finances, kids, making sure she's stable mentally, emotionally. Um, there's tons of things that can go into it other than her bringing home the check. Okay. And vice versa. Yes. Okay. So I'm asking I'm ask you, um, do you think both sexes have equal value in a relationship, men and women? You already said it, but I want to hear why you said what you said. I say no. And mine, the reason why I think I think it this way, I think is due to the fact that I was raised religiously. I'm, don't get into that. That's the next stuff. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying, like, to me, no matter who's bringing home the bacon or doing what or doing more work, doing less work, bringing home more money, doing more with the kids, anything, I think the man holds more value than the woman. Why? Because of how I was brought up. Religiously, that's how it is. Adam was created first. Eve was created from Adam. So, men have more value. What was Adam's role? The provider. He was there to provide, to protect, to basically govern Eve. Like, to me, there's there's an umbrella. Adam is up here, then there's Eve, and then the kids are underneath. God, he didn't provide enough because she was hungry. God mm. gave the world to Adam. <laughs> she, she, had, she had to get that apple. And saw that he was sad. Just to, just to critique you, this is from someone from the church, so it wasn't his role. Well, yeah, yeah. Like God gave the world to Adam, so he was sad. Oh, was, and then gave you're asking woman. me now? Yes. All right. And then <laughs> shit went All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, present, present, like, so, ask me the question again, I guess, to do, refresh it. Do you think that both sexes hold equal value um, in terms of what they bring to a relationship, men and women? Yes. Mine will. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! Mike speaks. What I was saying, like my and and that and and I mean that, and I don't know how that came off, but I mean that in the like, most like respect of respectful way, like mine will. And it's it's not one of those things where it's just like, oh, you're gonna bring like get your ass out there and work, but it's like I'm not going. But it's like I'm not. I want a warrior next to me. Okay. Like I don't want. Wonder Woman. I, I don't want Barbie. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about like looks or anything. Barbie can no. Barbie's worthless. Barbie's disproportionate. Barbie is worthless. But like that type of per- to me that type of person is no. Like I want. <laughs> well, no, it's a, I don't Barbie know. Like, but like, and it's, it's, <laughs> but it's one of those. It, so she ain't got no value. In a way, well, no, like, just like in a way, like she ain't got I shit. don't want to me. If I hold more value in the relationship. To me, I see the other person in the relationship as less than me. And I don't want that. I don't agree with that. And I think that's where a lot of people fuck up. Do you think it's and possible it's just like, to, for, for, me, for, for me, a relationship to be 50-50? Or is someone always going to hold more value than the other person? Someone's always going to hold more value. That's how I feel. Well, mm-hmm. it, it, it is that way if... It feels. If, no, it, it, it is, it is that way if, if, you let, if, if, if that's the way you want it. If that's the way it's okay, if, if it's, you're okay with it. I think it's inevitable. I mean, I'm okay with 60-40 or 70. But no, like, I, okay, I could work at Taco Bell, and she could be the CEO of a 500 company, or vice versa. She could work at Taco Bell, and I could be a CEO. Yeah. I'm not... It, to me, it's fucked up. If I look at her and be like, I'm I'm worth more than you. You're no, not You're not so part of this. So, yeah, no, I'm, I agree with you there. I'm not saying that. What so I'm saying... If you're... No, but... So, yeah, yeah, it is. So I'm, I'm gonna say like the, it's, it's, who holds more value. But it's that's what I'm trying to get you to you uh, open up about. It's your values. 
So let's say let's say like a let's say like a team. Yeah. Like you can't win without another person on the team. So there's a the the, the concept of like you know this person's my shooter. He's going he can hit shots. This person's the rebounder. Without him, we can't win. This person can drop fifty every night. Every person holds the value. Yeah. And you can't win without the one. But go ahead and let free agency hit. <laughs> and like well, yeah, I mean, some people are gonna be offered veteran minimum. Some people are gonna be offered supermax. Yeah, we're well, so, talking about a business. Well, I'm talking, about sport. I'm talking about a relationship. I, I think relationships Those too. Aren't, so like, I don't think they directly correlate that closely. At so all. let's say your situation: someone's CEO of a company, mm-hmm. someone work at um, Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, it's not like oh, you're yeah, that's me. that's business. You're ve- you're <laughs> who's valued more has doesn't have to do with the paycheck. No, yeah, no, it doesn't. That's oh. that's no, that's what he's saying. Okay. I don't ve- care how much he, money she makes or much I'm, exactly. how I make. Now and that and yeah, that's but, but to some people that's important. Some people or a woman. Some I want the I want the the bins. I want the bags. Well, no, no, so no, no, I want I, my man to provide me that. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as the man is okay with well, being no, that not, person, I'm, but I'm you not, can't I'm not, I don't want to take it. No, well, no, I'm not saying like I get that. I'm not saying like you care about those things. I'm like if one person is blah blah blah, and the other person is blah blah blah. If you guys break up and y'all both become single in the dating market, one person is going to be more attractive, extremely more attractive than the other person. So well, yeah, I would say whoever, but, but so everybody, like, but, everybody. But everyone not, has different tastes. Yeah, so that's what I'm incorrect. saying. Not to me, because that yeah. person's going to be more attractive to this person. But yeah, because like, okay, so, so here's, if here's Jeff Bezos breaks up with whoever he's with, mm-hmm. he's single. Mm-hmm. He's going to attract way more suitors than all. So that makes him more valuable. Yeah, but that's not. How? But that's not. That's. I mean, it's. It's true, but that's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm no, just no, saying, no. I'm just yeah. saying, but like that's yeah. like that. I don't. So, that's so what no, I don't agree with. Like I don't give a shit. Well, knowing like, that people think that way, if you were to like, I don't care about that kind of stuff either in my relationship. I really don't, and I, obviously you don't. But I'm saying that knowing that that's how people think, the outside world thinks. No, well, nine we, times out of ten, which sex is going to hold more value in a relationship? Knowing people think like that. Okay, so you're asking me this question about how does everybody else think or how do I think? Because I, 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 I think differently than everybody else. How do you think everyone else thinks? Well, was, How do I think everybody? Yeah, I think everybody else thinks about that way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah the guy it driving the bins, making $500,000 right. a year, has a big house. Uh, yeah, I mean... How not everybody, but how most everybody thinks like, yeah, that's a going back kind of that other question. That's a good man. Yeah. Now he's probably an asshole. Mm-hmm. He might slap you around a little bit, and he's got like three side chicks. Four. But hey, he's got an attractive portfolio. Yeah. He's dry, he's he's getting you them bags. You know, he's get he's putting a filet mignon on the table every night. But hey, man. you oh. got you got some bruises on your face. Right. You you might have caught something from one of his side chicks. Like okay. Let let that picture of value of that man, you can have that all day. Or, or and vice versa, a woman. Like, exactly. So on the opposite end of that. Yeah, all day. Who, who can, might not be doing can, that, but everybody she, else can have that. But she looks bad. She's going to attract maybe just as much suitors as him. Yeah. And she doesn't have all those things going for her. I think we got sidetracked with the bag. And I, I want to go, like, this, well, the question was, like, holistically. But we've been talking about, like, you know, the CEO and stuff like that. I think it was more of like um, if the man was the CEO and the girl was a Taco Bell. Obviously, he he has more money, but he's gonna seem or be deemed more valuable. Not only in the relationship, but to other women. 
Well, that's okay. I mean, no, I, no, no. But I, it's yes. no, and and different things. So if it's the woman that's the CEO and the dude is, let's say the woman's just real good looking. She's not a CEO. No, no, no. But, but this is the point I'm trying to make. It goes to like, okay, she can she can be the businesswoman. She can have the money. She can have all the thing like that. But I want to I want to fixate on this. It's not, I don't want to say it's her mindset or her thinking, but it's probably her requirements at that role or that side is what's going to make her to well fuck, let's make it both CEOs. If they're both in the same situation, I don't think they're going to have the same value cuz I don't want to think make it about money. I'm just put them on an even even playing field. I think if they're on an even playing field, like you said, somebody has to have more value. There can't be a 50-50 split. So, I think the two things that may that govern the govern <laughs> attraction the most in my opinion and as superficial as this is is money and sex period those are the two big you will put up with a lot if somebody's super rich you will put up with a lot if someone's super good looking and i think both sexes kind of like have the ability to weaponize that just that's just how the hierarchy are of our society is structured whether it's right or wrong so you know that often begs the question like <laughs> which uh, uh, which is more a woman or or or, or man? So I'm gonna spin it like people, this. I think that's why a lot of people are miserable. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's why we're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's because they're miserable. Because like, and to me, it's like I'll, I'll go. I guess kind of my counter to what you were saying earlier about uh, it can't be fifty fifty. Like, and I think that's why a lot of people are just miserable. Is because each both people in the relationship should be valued the same yes. now we're not and i'm not even talking about like uh money wise or anything like that it's just one of those things where it's just like if one or the other party is thinks that they are more important in the relationship it's doomed to fail yes and not necessarily fail because like you said you see these people were together 50 60 years but it's it hasn't failed in the sense that they're still together, but they're not they're not happy. They're not uh, yeah. It's just I can't walk around thinking that I'm better than my woman, or, or I'm, I'm more, less, or I'm, or I'm or more I'm valuable, less, or, I'm or, than, or that I'm less than them. Yeah. I don't I don't want them walking around thinking that they're better than me. Like I'm like they're doing me some sort of fucking favor <laughs> that they're with me, and vice versa. I'm doing you a favor. I got the bends. I got the house. You're lucky to be with me. You just, I could just throw you, get, you, get another one of you. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to think about their partner like that? I want to be proud of my woman. I want to be like, hey, you know what? You are equal to me. I do like it. We do hold the same value. Like I said, I want a fucking warrior next to me. I don't want, I don't, I don't want the apron wearing Barbie. I want. I want a fucking warrior. Like, I want a fucking Valkyrie next to me on the battlefield. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Liz, I just, no, I, I don't, no, I, I completely disagree with that. And, like, I think it is a reality that, uh, unfortunately, that in a lot or most relationships, there is an imbalance of power or yeah. imbalance of, of yeah. value. But there again, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why people are just fucking not happy. And I'm yeah. not saying there's nobody that's happy out there, but the mo- like how many what percentage of marriages fail end in divorce like yeah you don't you don't see people walking around like oh they're with their high school sweetheart 
It's over 50% now, I think. Yeah, and so it's just like... Was it 49 until... You can't, yeah. He's, I, I don't. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, and it's one of those things too. And I've said this to you before, Jason. Too, it's like, it kind of. I, and I know it sounds fucked up, but this is just the way I think. Like, I want to be some with somebody that I'm proud to be with. Like, and it's all, almost in this sense, like a kind of a business sense. Like, you represent me. You represent Big us. Time. You are a walking billboard. Yes, you are a walking billboard. And vice versa, like I represent you. So like I'm not gonna walk around (laughs) being Yeah, like I'm not gonna walk around as a bad advertisement. (laughs) And the same thing for her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So to Nikki's point, I'm gonna get into um, the next part of the topic. The spiritual element. So I think that causes a lot of mixed emotions between the hierarchy of households and relationship. Um, Nikki, I know you're someone that was brought up in the church. Chanks is someone that was brought up in the church. I was brought up in the church. So I think we know how you were too? Mm-hmm. Okay. My dad Phil. was a Sunday school teacher. Oh, Phil oh was. Phil, I, didn't, I never knew that. Phil. Always on time, baby. Sunday school. Phil was too, so. No, actually, probably not to the extent, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, like I was raised Baptist. So, so, I was, so I'm, I'm going to ask y'all this. Do you think that the spiritual element in relationships aids or complicates how relationships are in? I didn't think she was going to go with complicates. That depends on the people. Yeah, I'm going to say, it yeah. It depends yeah. on if they believe in it or not. Exactly. Okay. Do if you, you got an atheist and a believer, it, yeah, so it's let's say, let's say, let's Okay, so let's say we, we were all raised in the church. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that it was a construct. I don't want to go off into like a conspiracy or anything but I think it was a construct you that do. was you do no nah, I'm not gonna go but I think I not personally today, but you just do. me I think it was a construct that was made to set a framework of how family should be ran a blueprint if yes. you will but I'm not sure if that I don't know if that was God's plan or someone else I don't know whose plan it was plan. but if you um do you think that that helps or hurts a relationship I'll start with you Shanks I don't think it hurts or helps I think it's what you believe. If you believe it's going to help, then you'll do it. If someone feels that they're not being heard or they're preaching the wrong things or ideologies, then it's going to hurt. Like two people can go to church and have totally different experiences. So just saying that you're in church or I believe, it's not going to be the same. So if you're both on accord, be like, oh yeah, we need to pray every night. We need God to bless our relationship. You know, you know, I came to him with this situation and I want to come to you. Like that that can help because you're both in the court. And that's, I wouldn't even think that it's like going by a spiritual light. You can take it back to compatibility. That's that's kind of what that is. But if two people are going to church and, you know, someone's, you know, sitting on the front row, someone's sitting in the back watching the game on the like it's it's not going to be the same the same scenario. It's not be the so same I'm, I'm I'm gonna ask you Nikki because you touched on it first. What did this come from that the whole woman is supposed to like the whole man woman thing? I know you brought Adam and Eve, but I don't know if since you disagreed with me earlier, if I just remember wrong from my childhood. But like I said, I grew up with the belief that Adam was created. First, like it was meant for man, and then, and then, God wanted someone for him, so He created. Because without man, there wouldn't be woman. 
Like he made Eve from Adam's Correct. rib. Correct. So, um, like, so that's where I have the thought. We get it. Disgruntled Negro. But um, yeah. So. So because she was made second. Because she was, she was made second, or? she is the man is the like the head of the household. I I guess. So I don't even have a house. It doesn't. So I don't want I don't want this to go off into it. <laughs> but I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to go off into this a whole relic. But like the construct of the household. The was, relationship, like all, like that, all of it, like that was not the, started with Adam and Eve. That came like later when households were constructed. Yeah. So like I think that that because Adam, like you said, he was made first. Yes. Um, he was in charge of naming the animals. Yep. Um, cultivating the earth. Mm-hmm. Then Eve came along from his rib and his sleep. God said, "You need to give Andy whatever." Their job was um, to subdue the earth, be fruitful and multiply, have kids. That's it. There was never like you gotta listen to her. She was uh, uh she's in, in, in charge of you. Like they're like so. I've always wondered from that like how did we get to the point that like women just stay at home and do nothing. Like I mean, I get it. The women are the weaker vessels because physically, mm-hmm. but like as far as like you know, men just dominating the relationship. Like I've I've never understood where that came from from the conception of Adam and Eve. I know when. You know, Abraham, Isaac, that kind of stuff happened that was talked about, but that's more of like uh, patriarchal society being built versus like God's consent. Well, but that's why God made Eve different. And it like kind of, again, unless I'm remembering everything wrong, which I could, I mean, I'm going off of what I remember. But God created Eve to, um, I can't, to compliment Adam. He knew Adam didn't have all of these traits. So he put that into Eve. Like I mentioned earlier, the like maternal instinct. So wouldn't that make her just as valuable? So in a different way. Mm, Gotcha. So, I mean, relationship wise, I think the man holds more value. As a human being person, no, your value is equal because what you lack, she has. And what she lacks, you have. Um, Yeah, so. No, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it because obviously. We weren't there in the Garden of Eden. We, we don't know if there was a snake and apple. We don't know what's going on. All I do know is that... Um, Can I ask a question? What's up? If they had two sons... They did. Cain and Abel. How did this keep going on? How do they have kids? Uh, if you want to talk about incest, yes. It's Wait, like, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> old news. Yeah, that's very old news. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. It's way, to, kinda... way to make it weird. Old but anyway. news. Just had to throw that out there. Just wanted to... Anyway, so me the reason why I brought that up because I think that like kind of Shanks pointed out the value system. Please don't bring it up in a moment. Let it go. <laughs> the, the, the the value the value system of relationships. I think in a lot of ways are contingent upon the spiritual element, and I think it can be helpful if both are believers. But I think that it kind of has complicated um, it has um, situations in a lot. Of, um, in lots of instances, based on the back to the spiritual element of, of it, because different cultures believe everything. Um, no matter how much you want to believe it, there were different religions here before Christianity, thousands of years before. So, um, do you guys believe in soulmates? One person that's specified for you. I'll start with uh, you, Phil. I already, I don't know if Phil's going to say we had this conversation before. So, <laughs> I, I want to hear your. I want you to set the insight based on what you said. Do you believe uh, in soulmates? No. <laughs> Why not? I, uh, I'm I'm a very 
I mean, I guess to kind of touch on the uh, uh, subject before, like, I, I, don't, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Um, I'm not a religious person uh, at all. And um, I'm a very, and I, I, don't, I don't, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. But I don't know, uh, I'm a very, like, I'm a numbers type person. Like, it's just, to me, it's just very impractical that, um, yeah, there's just, like, one other person on this planet that's just specifically made for me. Um, I, it just it just doesn't make sense to me, um, as a lot of the old religious stuff doesn't. But um, it just doesn't add up. But, yeah, like, soul paints, no. Um, I think that there are very few people that walk on this planet, or I guess for me, women, because I'm straight or whatever, but, like, there's very few women that walk on this planet that would be... Not necessarily made for me, but, like, yeah, like, not every woman that's walking down the street I'm going to be compatible with, no, no, nor less a soulmate. Yeah. But I think even, like, yeah, like, even less, like, yeah, like, they're, I, I don't think that, and I think, again, that's why people are very unhappy, is because, uh, like, I think you have to be very selective. Because, yeah, I mean, you're not going to, you're very, very lucky, and I would even say that, those people aren't lucky. They're just like lying to themselves that like, yeah, you marry your high school sweetheart. Yeah. And that's, that's just it. Like you've dated one person. Uh, you've had sex with one person. That's it. <laughs> this is my soulmate and stuff like that. Um, you say lucky. I say close minded. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's it, it, either or really. Um, but they don't, yeah, it's just, I think it's very improbable. <laughs> There's just one person out there for me. What about you, Nikki? Do you believe in a true soulmate? Um, I don't know anymore. Oh, thought she was going to give us that. Yes, at one, at one point you did. Growing, like growing up, yes, <sighs> like you this. know, <laughs> you were created and someone was created for you. But <laughs> now I don't know. I don't want to say no, but I don't want to say yes. So that's fair. I'm completely on the fence about that one. What about you, Shanks? I'm gonna say no. You don't believe in soulmates? No, I agree with Phil said. There's to me like. I think the definition or the term soulmate is a fantasy. I think it's just you're going to either be around or find somebody that you're very compatible with over most people you've met in your life, and that's going to be the person you spend your life with, or you spend time with, or if you're lucky, you you know uh, get married to and stuff. You talked about being like open-minded and closed-minded. Um, do you think there might be multiple soulmates for a person? Well, when you say soulmates, I'm going to say no because I don't believe in soulmates, but I want to say yes, there's a chance that, I don't say a chance, but there's there's a possibility that there's, that you are highly, compa- I don't know a number or percentage where we could talk about a compatibility, but there's a very great chance that you're compatible with someone, um, you know, I mean, anywhere. So, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think there's like, oh, I want to know. Like, if you're, you know, anywhere, you're someone you can find that you're ultra compatible with and you can make that work, so to speak. Hmm. Very interesting, guys. All right. Yeah. Um, so we talked about, like, um, the evolution of relationships and hierarchy relationships and stuff like that. Um, look at the modern man and the modern woman. <laughs> And when I say modern, I'll say probably 30 years old and, you know, to 18, younger. Us. You're not 30 years old or younger. But, uh... <laughs> so, younger, I mean, yeah. 
Okay. So, um, that would be me. We're that would be, like, be, 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 be me. I thought he meant in our 30s. That would be me. Between 30 and 18. That was why I was called the modern. Because we, I think we we were at that cusp. We were growing up with enough old school people. Gen Zs. 100%. Uh, Ew, don't call me a Gen Z. So no, I'm not. You're a millennial. She's a millennial. Yeah. But, um, 27. 27. Don't make me a Gen Z. That's just one thing you're I ask. But you're on that cusp, just like he's on the cusp. We're on the cusp of millennials. Yeah, but I was, talking about me. But I was right there with I said, me. We, I said we are. Sure. I like to think it's raised <laughs> better, though. So, um, and how, you know, they're brought up now between, we talked about normalizing certain things. Um, um, talked about the role of social media. We also talk about social media how it plays a role. Do you think that their construct of relationships going forward is going to change how relationships are constructed? And what I say is like I would say from the beginning of time to us, it's been pretty traditional, other than really women going to work. But like I think. Now, a lot of things being normalized, it's going to be a drastic shift in how the way relationships are perceived. Do you think that it's going to change the construct of what relationships look like? I'm going to not give that to the Gen Zers or those. I'm going to say millennials change that. So, so yes, you think it already has changed? It has already changed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It has already changed. More people are, like Phil, happy with being by themselves. Like, I'm not fit to go chase this dream or this unfalse reality of trying to be with somebody just to say I'm with somebody. There's a big time change that people are like, look, I can work for myself. I can feed myself. I can do whatever I need for myself. I'm happy with myself and I don't need somebody else coming in, bringing me down all that extra drama BS. So I think millennials or our age group has changed the fact that, look, I don't need you to be around. I don't need that. I'm comfortable with me and doing everything I can do. And I want to say in the construct of that, they don't need a spouse. Okay. What about you, Phil? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it started changing. Yeah, I would say probably around our our generation. Like, so I guess to, to agree with Shanks, like it's already changed before. Um, and I think really, I mean, I don't think it's going to change much more. Um, no, I mean, I think everything's pretty, well, not everything, because you said everybody's different, but I think like being like being a person like me is just like, okay with being alone, um, like, and not like uh, the traditional mind of the white picket fence, getting married. Well, all was the like picket that. fence always white? You know why. <laughs> you know why. Stupid question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Uh, we 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 discussed that we discussed that on the last podcast, um, but no, so it's um, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like it's okay and it's damn near almost just normalized that just have whatever relationship is gonna make you happy because yeah. like yeah like I would say you know um, years past like I would be looked upon as like weird. Like or like the the mindset that I have towards relationships yeah. would be looked at as weird. He's gay. Yeah, right. He's, you're gay or like, not even that. It's just just weird. Like what? Yeah. You don't want to get married and settle down and right. have three kids and do all this stuff like that. No, I'm not interested in that at all. Like it's not. Yeah, so it's just like I would be like just I would be weird back and like now it's just one of those things. Where it's just like okay, cool. Like that's just the way that yeah. 
man or woman is like and it's i think it's just been very normalized and the same thing too like people still want to follow the i guess more quotations uh traditional route still fine it's just what they want to do i want to add on something before she goes i think um i'm not gonna you know historically pretense uh single households but i just think more and more nowadays that people are growing up in single household and that's why it's changed that they've seen their parent make it or you know struggle with providing on their own so they have the blueprint of like i can do this i don't need somebody else so i don't say they're they're less willing to deal with somebody but they're more independent minded of thinking i I can do this on my own i don't need somebody i mean i think damn i think there's a real like psychological black people have been doing it for years (laughs) yes 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 we're we're used to (laughs) (laughs) used to it men and women yeah yeah so and i think there's like have a kid yep (laughs) this this right here i'm serious i i know you are it's the sad part (laughs) but um, i wanted to be like this (laughs) (laughs) um I think psychologically, I'm trying to remember where the hell I was going with that before you said that, but um, I just think... No, I get it. There's a normalized sense of, now that we see it all the time, like, I don't have to put up with this shit to, you know, get what I need to do done. I don't need another person. I get it versus like, damn, man, he left me, ran off with my sister. I got to find another man who won't leave me and run off with my sister. Like, I get it. Yeah. Um, Nikki. What yes. do you think? Do you think it already has, or do you think it's going to get get even worse than it is now, or vastly different than it is now? I think in a way, it's kind of already always been how it's been. They just it wasn't like out in the woodwork like it is now. Yeah. Um, because the typical way to go was the woman didn't work; she knew how to cook, clean, and take care of the kids, and the man worked. But now that all those women started fighting um, for equal rights and everything. Women know how to, women are able to go and work. So the men had to learn how to do their own laundry like, and cook for themselves. So, um, but I think that's always been out there. It just wasn't like, there were always people out there 30 years ago who wanted to be alone or were alone or mm-hmm. um, nowadays, like a coworker of mine is too, it's a throuple. Like, you know, it's a, Mm-hmm. Oh, Polly like it's mm-hmm. it's complete, it's completely, you know. I thought you said uh, Polynesian. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's I think it's always <laughs> been out there. They just weren't so blatant about it because every the whole world was more like religious, and so it was no, you get married, you have the kid, and all that. So I don't. That damn Bible. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily. Go- I like when you say get worse, but. I'm not worse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's ever been that much more different. I think it's just. I think the expectation. has Yes, expectation, everything, but um, all the types of relationships have always been out there. People just didn't show it as much because of the fact that they couldn't. Social media. Exactly. See it, and which is going to segue to the last question of the evening, Um, with. I guess the increase of visibility via social media, the internet in general. Because back in the day, if you want to like, oh yeah, let's find out the missing element of relationship. I'm going to read this self-help book or whatever. Mm-hmm. With social media like in our face and the internet in our face, we can see, okay, women are being vocal that this is what they need in a relationship. This is what they don't need. Men are being vocal. They don't give a fuck anymore. They'll just go live and talk about this is what they need. This is what they don't need. Do you think with that increased visibility um, via the internet, via social media, that there's going to be 
a better discovery of the missing element of what it takes to have a successful relationship. So you... Discovery, no. You don't think so? I just think it's a... uh, I just think we're getting... And and literally, this conversation we just had, how people are normalizing just being single for life. I just think it's a... um, we're getting further and further away from the the facts or people understanding the work that it takes to work and build a fucking relationship. Like, you just talking about, you know, people been married for 50 years and stuff like that. The kids were brought up, you know, you know, the kids, our probably parents and stuff like that, were brought up into those relationships. So they didn't see or fully understand everything that was going down. But it, you know, we've all been in relationships. We all know this. It's, it takes a lot of fucking work to, to build and work and, you know, Make a relationship thrive. And I think now people are just getting so lazy with social media because, hey, if she won't do it or I'm going to go get this and go right next door, somebody will. Yep. Or at least she looks cute. Let me like that. Let me tag that. Something like that. I just think we're getting more lazy in the aspect of realizing how much work it takes to put in to work in a relationship, to make it work, to thrive, to you know make it prosper and last. What about you, Phils? With men being more upfront about what they want, I mean, we always have it, really. But women, a scene like, hey, yeah, stop thinking these women just want flowers and candy. They're telling you what they want. Um, Do you think that that exposure is going to, you know, give us a missing element to making lasting relationships versus what we have now? Uh, Yeah, I mean, as long as it's done, I guess, the right way, not like an obnoxious way. But, yeah, information is always better. It's power. So... Yeah, the more we know about each other and know what each other, you know, want and don't want, then, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing. Now, for the most part, I'm not really on too much social media, but every now and then I'll open up Twitter or something because, like, Star Wars will post something. But, like, uh, most of the shit I see is just, like, the wrong stuff. It's just, it's just not... I mean, people aren't getting on there. Video's going wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not. Am I like, right? Am I right? <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's like, people are going about it the wrong way, and just like, or, I guess you, you could also see it as a good thing, it's just like, you know what, I'm glad that I saw what you posted, because I want nothing oh, to fucking do with you, as I want nothing to do with Lock. you, and that's, you know what, I actually appreciate that. So. Phil's blocking off just like. But yeah, it's like for me, it's just like he puts the heart. (laughs) Post a picture back. Yeah, just DM her. Uh, But no, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things to where uh, yeah, like I see where give me uh, (laughs) give me the uh, truth. I guess that's what I want. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) what about you, Miss Nikki? Uh, What was the question? So y'all are talking about all y'all stuff y'all want now, and we're seeing it on social media all the damn time. So do you think that men are picking up on that and that's going to help relationships? Or men do think... don't pick up on shit. Okay. <laughs> pick up or do... Yeah, we don't pick up. We don't like to be hinted. You have to tell us what the fuck you want. And you're quickly. Just, you're just supposed the... to know. Oh, you're just supposed to know. You're supposed to know a Sunday, and I'm watching football all day, too. But well, that's a given. <laughs> well, I, I, I hope you know what a fucking sad one, I hope you know where I am when I'm gone. That's what you <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that guesswork to you, then. 
I think the problem. I think the problem with everybody posting what they want and well, that is, I don't think people actually. They're doing that not knowing what they actually want. Yeah, they're doing a, they, they they're going off happen. of what they're seeing, thinking yeah. that's what they want, and that's not that's not Shame true. So people, yeah, people don't even. Some people don't even know what they want until they've been in a relationship for two, three years and realize, oh shit, I don't want any of this anymore. So or do you I do. find that mainly with men or women? Both. I think I think it's with both. I think it's more verbal with the men because I think I don't. Speaking-wise, I think women, we more so want the family and the kids and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think we put up with more to get, the family, y'all, y'all don't want that no to, more. to get the family and the kids. Kids. So it looks it, it looks like the men are more vocal about it. But I think it's I think it's the same. I just think women put up with more because coming from a guy, I think we're more direct. Some of some well, you girls. are. Well, it's like that's it's, like we talk about the cattiness of the women. We just yeah. go behind your backs. You guys say it to each other's faces. No, no, because you're like, I want the kids, the family, the house, and then like, okay, I, I want the bins and all that too. Okay, and then I want those purses and all those. We're like, I just wanted you, and I won't. Yeah, well, it's like socially too. It's just like the we're we're growing out of it, but socially is like women and kids. Like traditionally, we're just well, what's the saying? Like seen and not heard. And so, traditionally, like, women have been like, oh, well, you know, we don't have a voice in, like, relationships and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I think that bred the sneakiness that the that that uh, personality type. Because they like, weren't oh, yeah. allowed to say anything yeah. to their husbands. So, they, they so, did it. Yeah. They, yeah, they got their little right caddy. Exactly. Little, way, little, little, little Snyder marks here yeah. and there, when, stuff like that. And that's what I'm saying. When the yeah. husbands yeah. played yeah. golf, we had brunch and yeah. talk shit. Because they've, yeah, well, they've been told. Peter has a small dick. Yeah. They've been told. Yeah, they've been told not to say nothing he for so long. No, that's, <laughs> that's a very that's a very valid point. We weren't allowed to have an opinion for so many yeah. years. Very valid point. Okay. But Phil. men were allowed to do say and do whatever they wanted. They wanted yeah. So and yeah. it's like and that's it's really it, it's a <laughs> it was a detriment to both sexes because like it's just one of those things where it's like it was obviously a detriment to women because they didn't have a voice. It was a detriment to men or at least. To me, what like would one of the characteristics of being a good man? It was a detriment to good men because yeah, I want you to speak up. <laughs> Tell me like what's going on? What do you want? What do you like? So I can adjust and like work with it, you know? Or like, or, and I guess again, I keep saying this, but like I want to know the truth. I want to know your truth. I want to know what you want. Like that benefits that, me. That's that not is. just one of the things where it's just like, oh, you know, it, like do yourself a favor. <laughs> like it benefits both parties. It I think that Joe that Joe CD made you think like this. I want to know. Joe. <laughs> boy Joe. Here's some feel hard boy Joe. Joe. You want to know it all? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, she still ain't gonna know what, to, what she what she want to eat though. Let's go. Damn, we just no. If regarding food, you gotta tell us what to eat. I just I just yesterday and today I did not like the food I brought to work so I went to my coworker and I said what am I eating and he sat there and named off place after place after place and I said no 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 no. but I was like you like that you just you gotta tell us what we're eating and you know what and end of discussion you You asked him and you should have just said closed mouths don't get fed just tell me where to go to eat and then that's what I did I said I said I said what am I getting for lunch but then I guess you're gonna get hungry speak oh just be a fucking person like. <laughs> be normal, god damn it! Like it's just—it's frustrating to me. That's it's so normal, frustrating though. as a man 
Yeah, exactly. It's not that's normal. That's not normal. For someone to be you said, hungry you and said, not know what they want to eat. You said being normal, no, but, be that's, normal. but that's you're not... Hungry, your normal is different from someone else's normal. Hey, can I ask you a question? Ask me. What age Everybody's did eat. you stop knowing what did you want to eat? Because kids know what the fuck they want to eat. So no, what? they don't. They're told they're eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> no, but they want chicken nuggets. I stopped knowing what I wanted to eat when... I met my ex who showed me the adult menu, and that sounds very, very lame, but even at 19 years old, when I went out to eat with my parents, I got the kids' menu. My dad said, two adults, three kids. And so I had chicken nuggets, and I went and I went out on my first date at twenty. I think it was twenty. What, what places were these? And like, I and I from? and I realized <laughs> I'm a very reserved, lived under a rock, grew up religiously family. Where? In Chicago, Illinois. Oh, Chirac. So yeah, yeah. so that's when I decided. I suburbs. Know I to you thought it was a gang. She, about rural you thought, she, thought it was a gang. She yes, from Charlotte. Yeah, I don't that fucking. Normal. Oh my god. So that's just one of those things where you just, as a person, you need to go out and experience things. All yourself. women, please oh, figure exactly. out what the fuck you want to eat. You'll make the man in your life ten times happier. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I'll just be like, you're hungry, you're hungry. <sighs> and honestly, I've never really had that problem. Yeah, I'll let him starve. I don't care. But um, I won't let him starve. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> he come home with water burger. Guess you still figure it out. But you some fries from the bottom of the back. Hey, don't touch my fries. No, you're supposed to know that too, though. She yeah. says she doesn't want anything or doesn't know. You're just supposed to get her something wherever you go. Yeah. You do know the one, that, right? The one thing fries the you can't go wrong with. My fries. one thing is just like I'm gonna order my food. And I'm going to eat my food. You ain't getting nothing off my plate. That's why you ordered double. Hell no. No. Because she's going to want to eat it. Because she could have just said, hey, I looked at the menu. It's like, oh, can I have a bite of your burger? No, that's when you order an extra side of fries. I don't understand how y'all went backwards. How do you not know what you want to eat? That is so basic. I don't know. Nothing just sounds good sometimes. But you know it all tastes good. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. No. I'm sweating. But like, (laughs) Um, too much Hennessy? No. No, no. Not no, just no. AC. The AC is noisy. But um, I will say this. Um, I enjoyed the conversation, especially with y'all. Nikki, out of all the girls, women I know, she'd be keeping it real. And she's not going to lie up front. So that's the reason why I want her here on this conversation. Um, I barely typed this up a couple of days ago, so I didn't get a lot of Q&As. One of the Q&As I did get um, was from, well, I'm not going to say anonymous. Her name is Miriam. And she had um, a question about... Um, soul ties versus soul mates so she believed yeah i know she's from she's from hispanic culture so like she believes that like there are multiple soul mates but there's uh one person that you know you're actually tied to and i'm sure once you get our discussion about that i think we kind of addressed that what we believe well, that kind of makes sense yeah she, she explained it to me in my purposes but I'm, I'm bastardizing her comment but like we did explain it um I was kind of quiet on the whole soulmate thing because, um, I mean, I'm naive as this may seem. I do believe in um, one person for that person. I believe they come along once in your life and either mm. you can embrace it or not. Um, sometimes <laughs> it lasts forever. Sometimes she's gets married. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it, girl. Sometimes, uh, sometimes she gets married before you get to it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes she just breaks your heart. <laughs> She got to her in high school. Jason's like, Jason's like, I'm in this picture and I don't like it. You would have never, you would be here, bro. Oh well, here we go. Doesn't that shock you? If you'd have not, I mean, if you'd have held that down from, we we know Shane. (laughs) You. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't get mad at me.
had a big nigga. Any, any, um, any parting words of wisdom, Shanks? <sighs> parting words of wisdom. Um, my usual tagline: spread love, not hate. Okay. But um, the biggest thing I could take from this whole relationship, um, you know, podcast we did today was compatibility versus interest. You need to learn and understand those two and get down to the bottom of those as soon as possible. The soon you find out that you guys have similar interests and you are not compatible, my boy Phil said, get the fuck out and save yourself some time because I'm pretty sure everybody here would have hopefully realized that and be in a better predicament from that. Um, Miss Nikki, any parting words of wisdoms or any takeaways from our lively discussion. Um, just don't compromise who you are for a relationship because it's not going to work. My boy Phil, what you got? Um, yeah. Uh, y'all are going to get tired of hearing me say this because I say it almost on every podcast, on every uh, subject that we cover. But just be truthful with yourself and truthful with other people. And it'll save you a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Um. I said things uh, like, like I said, a lot of uh, a lot of the points I try to drive home are subliminal. That's why I construct the podcast the way I construct it. Um. I will say this. Um. My biggest thing. Um. Lowering expectations is a detriment uh, in a, on the individual level and also on a societal level. I think that we do it a lot of times in relationships, our personal lives, and work stuff like that. And then as a society, we can begin lowering our expectation. Um, we can look for um, what we look for in a leader who runs the country, laws, um, what we um, consider as acceptable, not acceptable. So just be careful of compromising who you are, what you believe in, and be true to yourself. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. I said thank you guys, and we out. <laughs>